Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I want to talk about a few things, and one of the things is about being consistent and putting in the hard work. If you want to succeed in anything in life, whether it be photography or any other pursuit that you take on, one of the things that's going to set you in good stead is being consistent and actually putting in the hard work. Unfortunately, like a lot of things in life, there, are, there there's no quick fix. There's no way to kind of jump the queue type of thing we do see people sometimes social media kind of gives a bit of a skewed uh, view of the world sometimes that people see looking like people have just had you know been, come from nowhere very quickly had all this success and quite often some of that's not always exactly how it is um so like i said so you know don't kind of get sucked into that into the idea that some people just have all the luck and it all everything falls their way um a lot of people you know who are successful, have had to put in a lot of hard yards, had to do a lot of work and, um, you know, to get to where they are. And like I said, that, you know, I've been self-employed now since, you know, for a very long time, probably close to 38, 39 years or so being self-employed. And one of the things I can tell you is how you stay there and, and how you manage, I suppose, to try and have such a, a long career being self-employed and being your own boss is that you do really have to put a lot of work into it there is a lot of work that happens and you do have to be prepared to put a lot of hours in and I've seen people try to take shortcuts and I've seen people try to do things to jump the queue and it just hasn't worked for them like I said it comes back to the to the thing of being consistent and putting in the hard work I mean and sometimes it's really good some of the things I suppose it, it's hard sometimes to keep yeah your nose to the grindstone sometimes because you don't always see the results all of the time. Sometimes there's, you know, there's a there's a big delay between doing the work and sometimes actually seeing the, the results and and that type of thing. So always interesting when you do actually find something that um, recognises that you've been working hard and doing something. And just recently, in the last day or so, kind of see some recognition or you see some type of feedback about the work that you put in and how it's been kind of, I suppose, seen by other people because it can be quite, like I said, lonely, it feels lonely at times that you're doing all this work but you're not actually seeing any kind of, any recognition or you're seeing anyone kind of acknowledging it. So I was excited to see that one of the websites out there, which is uh, Feedspot, actually had a, you know, they do a, I think every six months or so, they do a, the best Australian photography um, podcast list of, of people who you know they consider and they're saying it's you know it's the best Australian podcast is a list created from thousands of podcasts um, on the web and ranked by traffic social media um, following domain authority and freshness and um, I'm super excited that that photo mission focus is ranked as the number one podcast in that list so that's really thank you guys from uh, Feedspot, um, you know, we're seeing us in the number one spot, which is fantastic. And like I said, so I feel like 
the hard work has been kind of worth it. And like I said, each week I produce these podcasts and it's a lot of work to actually to come up with uh, fresh content each week and be able to put it all together and record it and be able to deliver it to everyone um, every Thursday morning at 7, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Australian Time. So, yeah, so it's kind of like to, I thought, well, okay, maybe this podcast I'll talk about Talk about the processes you need to go through if you want to be successful in your chosen career path, whether it be in a particular type of photography um, or some other creative field that you're actually working in or you hope to work in. It might be that you're just on that early journey part where you're trying to work out exactly what you want to do and exactly where you want to, where you want to be. So, And I think the one of the things is to be successful, you have to have... Sometimes you have to have big dreams. You have to have dreams to be able to do something, have dreams of getting to a point somewhere where obviously for recognition or or, or just the type of clients that you've been able to attract or the people you well, the people you work with. Sometimes like people have ambitions to work with other creators, you know, certain other creators in other fields and they strive to try and get themselves in a position where they actually might have an opportunity sometime to work with some other some other people that they admire and they want to kind of you know build and learn from them and and enhance their careers as well so yeah so it's, it's kind of interesting so like I said I was pretty stoked to see that you know we we kind of at least you know someone sees us out there as having some value and that's the thing whenever you create a thing and put it out to the world sometimes it's hard to know how other people value it so it's it's like I said it's always good to see some type of feedback or something from that to acknowledge how you're traveling type of thing and like I said one of the one of the things that I think if you want to be successful you should have some dreams so you should always and I've talked about it many times about you know writing down your writing down your um, goals things that you would like to achieve have them you know scattered around the around the house have them on your electronic devices and that type of thing so you keep you know subliminally you keep reminding yourself this is where where you'd ultimately like to be so sometimes you have to work out where you, where you think you'd like to be and then obviously put the work in to actually get to that position. And like I said, sometimes it's always good to dream big and I think the that's what keeps you, I suppose, keeps you motivated but also keeps keeps the ideas coming and keeping kind of keeping you fresh and keeping you working towards something. And, you know, one of the bits of exciting thing I can share with listeners is next year in, in Brisbane we're going to have a photography festival so it's going to run from the 9th of june to the 18th of june in brisbane and it's going to be called the brisbane photography festival and i'm the director of that festival and it's something i've dreamed about doing for a long long time and we've kind of been i've been working you know working on this for a long time to get it to this point one of the biggest hurdles obviously is sometimes with these festivals is getting some type of sponsorship to help kind of um, ease it and take away some of the i suppose the risk of putting it on and not having people you know come along uh, it's always a risk whenever you do anything and obviously it's been a very challenging time the last few years with the world with um, pandemic and everything that's been happening that a lot of the face-to-face stuff that happened that had happened in the photography world had actually dried up and stopped so I think people will be ready next year really to get together like-minded people uh, and join in and and be a part of a photography festival which is currently I mean there's a lot of things under development we've got still got you know still a fair way away but there's things like we're trying to lock down a you know venue and we're trying to lock down 
types of events and things that will happen during that um, period and hopefully it will bring together a bunch of like-minded people to, um, you know, who, who invested themselves in photography and um, can share some of those experiences and hopefully, you know, hopefully people take something away from those experiences and help them grow as photographers as well. So like I said, it's always good to have, it's always good to have dreams because if you keep working and eventually your dreams can become reality and it just takes time. And like I said, a lot of people, you know, thinking, oh yeah, but I'd love to do this, but you know, how do I get there? And like a lot of stuff, it's baby steps. It's actually, you have to put in the hard yards. So really, you know, you need to start getting involved in photography, in different areas of photography. If you want to kind of push it as a, as a career or you want to push it as a as a um, you know, source of income, you need to kind of find a spot where you you are comfortable and fit. And and everyone kind of fits differently. So some people that'll be where they're actually behind the camera creating content and that could be creating content for a brand or or the like doing that. Some people like to be educating, creating content and doing educating and bringing other people along for the for the ride. And other people have other like I said, other uh ideas of where they'd like to go with their photography and how they'd like to actually you know grow as photographers and and find their niche and I think that's the thing sometimes it takes a while for people to actually find their spot where they're going to kind of they're going to kind of rest and and that's where they're going to be kind of positioning themselves and then focusing around doing stuff around that um, particular style or pursuit so in my particular case yes I shoot a little bit of stuff on like events and different things but my passion is about education and about bringing, well, helping people get the most out of their photography. And I think that's why I started the podcast originally. And that's why I definitely started Photo Mission many, many years ago, where we were doing workshops and different other types of things. And, and like I said, that's been my, my goal was always when I started that was to have at some point in the future was to have a, a large scale photography festival that brings the community together. And I think that's, like I said, it's it comes because putting in the hard yards, doing the hard work, and, and like I said, there is no substitute, unfortunately. There's no fast way to get there without doing all those things. So what, you know, what is what is hard work? What is, you know, what does it entail? And a lot of people, like I said, it's going to be different for everyone. Everyone's kind of work ethic is, is slightly different, but some people like, you know, they live to work and other people work to live. So it's really depending on your situation is, is how, you know, how things will play out. You know, one thing I'm going to tell you is being in business for so long by myself, um, being self-employed, you know, it's something you do have to work quite hard at. It's There's times when things are going to be really, really tough and other times you're going to have this really, you know, kind of boom time sometimes where everything everything you touch turns to gold but that's not always how it's going to be so you have to be mindful when you're starting out on a career or whatever is it's trying to I suppose also think about putting something away for a rainy day um, for times when things may get tougher and you know people might um, give up because they're thinking oh it's not working I didn't get anything happening this month or whatever so again it's kind of Having yourself in a position where you can kind of manage those times, and that's a normal part of business. I can tell you business is about boom and bust. That's that's business. Business is, you know, there's, there's times when there's a boom and 
everything's go, go, go. And then there's times when it's a bust and things just stop. And it's interestingly, one of the things I've noticed over all the years I've been in business is there's a period of the year where things will just come to a grinding halt, quite often coming towards the end of the 30th of June, around tax time, just after people will just all of a sudden, you know, all the pol- all the, all the uh, wallets close, purse strings are all tied up, and it really, people just aren't spending money. And that happens every year, so you kind of start to factor there's going to be times when you're not going to be super busy or there's not going to be a lot of work around. The other thing which I've noticed is um, each time there's an election, and I often thought there must be a big switch somewhere that just turns people's buy mode off when an election is announced because you can just literally an election can be announced and the phone will stop ringing, inquiries will just stop, jobs will stop coming in. It's just um, absolutely has you know always amazed me how people react when they think there's going to be potentially a change of government and how it might affect them. Because a lot for a lot of people, it's not going to really affect them that much. They're going to go about doing their daily things exactly before, as they did before the election, after the election. But people do switch off. They do switch off buying. So these are normal patterns and things that happen in business. So there's that kind of boom and bust thing that happens in business where you have you know, the boom times and you'll have times when it goes very quiet. And sometimes it can be a bit disconcerting if you haven't, you know, especially when you're starting off in business, when things go really quiet, what am I doing wrong? Have I, you know, have I upset people? What? Why are people ringing me? Why aren't people reacting to my website? Why aren't people, you know, connecting with me? And again, it's kind of, you've got to realise it's a part of the cycle. It's just a part of what you're buying into. Sometimes you just can't explain it away why things happen a particular way and same as like sometimes the switch will turn on the opposite way where the phone will ring off the hook and you go, I wish I knew what the magic formula was to make that happen because if you did, you'd be, you could probably make a lot of money. But like a lot of things in life, you just never really know what's going to work and why it works exactly the way it does. But you've just got to be prepared, like I said, to to ride out those times when things aren't really super busy and be able to keep keep functioning, keep doing what you're doing. So, like I said, consistency is one of the biggest keys to, you know, whatever you start off doing, you should be consistent at it. Um, if you keep changing stuff all the time and you're being inconsistent, it's very hard to measure stuff and work out what's going on. But if you're consistent in... in when I'm talking about being consistent, it's about you know the amount of hours you put into your business, the amount of hours you put into your craft is trying to be, again, consistent, not kind of hit and miss where one month you do a whole lot of stuff. Um, if you're doing a lot of marketing stuff and you, you know, and then the next month you don't do any marketing stuff, you know, try and be consistent. If you're going to do some marketing, try and do equal amount of marketing each month. Like I said, it's uh, all that type of stuff is just kind of makes things work. I mean, if, like I said, businesses that, and you see this sometimes businesses where you keep changing and people get all this mixed messaging from businesses about, oh, I thought you were about this and now you're really pushing that. So that can really confuse your customers. So if you try and keep on, on, on point and be consistent, you'll send all the right messages out to people potentially looking at what you're doing, realise that you're something that, is bankable and reliable because people don't want to do 
you know, people want to do businesses with things that they feel comfortable with. People will go after brands or buy a particular brand because they're comfortable with that brand and, the, and what that brand means. So sometimes, like I said, around a brand will bring things like, you know, this brand represents quality, it re- represents reliability, um, durability, all the things that you might be looking in, in a product for. So sometimes you will gravitate to a brand that you know that offers these things as a consistent thing. And there's other brands you know that kind of sometimes you can buy one of their products and it's really good and the next product you buy it's it's not so good. So you kind of start to realise that some brands don't get that consistency mixed right in their products. So, you know, things will change from, from kind of one product set to the next product set. So, again, being consistent is very important in business and it's kind of one of the first things you really need to kind of learn and adhere to. Just be consistent and, like I said, people will start to understand who you are and the other thing is, I mean, you know, the work side of it, the hard work, absolutely no substitute. You have to put in the work. You just really do have to put in the work. And the thing about putting in the work is it's kind of then understanding what work is, what, what stuff's working for you and what stuff's not. So the fact that you might go to the office and spend, you know, 14 hours at the office every day, if it's not 14 productive hours then that's not really working for you. So you need to be, you're better to go to the office and do eight productive hours a day and then go off and do something else for the other six hours rather than working 14 hours and saying, I've been at the office all day, I've been here since five o'clock this morning. Again, it's kind of measuring those things and understanding that just being there for long hours doesn't equate to always being that you're working hard. So sometimes you have to work smarter in some areas and understand you know the things that you can put your effort into and and I suppose the other thing about too you need to be kind of flexible because sometimes opportunities will come up so you may have to put in 14 hours of productive work in a particular day but then the next day you might only put in four hours because you've you know been able to do so much in that in the day before so it's again about kind of learning about how you manage your time about how you be consistent and, like I said, that be prepared to actually do the work and not look for the shortcuts. And I think people quite often sometimes spend a lot of time chasing the shortcuts and really every time I've kind of thought, oh, there maybe there's an easier way we can do this and we might save some money or we might save some time, nine times out of ten it's turned out to be it hasn't delivered the same result. Yes, it might have saved some money, but it's had some knock-on consequences that you've had to then deal with. And then sometimes you've got to kind of turn the ship around again and and get it back on an even keel and, and, and move forward. So again, it's just trying to work on the things that work for you, not trying to cut too many corners. Because like I said, we see businesses, you know, and this is look, one of the temptations that happens in business, and we're seeing this quite a lot at the moment, I'm seeing it in different product sets, Manufacturer has been able to build a really good brand. So they've got brand loyalty. So people are really kind of invested in the brand and they love the brand. And then what happened is, you know, the pandemic came along and things got harder and harder. So they're looking at ways to prop up their profits or the money that will try and make back the money they've lost. So one of the temptations is to is to dumb stuff down or make it cheaper or remove certain, you know, like, you might buy a product and it might come with this, this and this and 
so by removing a couple of the items that people then have to go and purchase, you know, like say if, if you're buying a phone, you might get the phone, but you don't get a charger. You know, you're not going to need a charger to charge the phone. So, but the, what they're assuming is that you might have a, you might already have a charger, or but you'll or you'll go off and buy a charger because these days, obviously, there's lots of different ways you can charge phones with multiple USB type um, power banks and USB plugs in the wall and that type of stuff. So. But again, it's kind of what they've been able to do is by taking pieces out of the box that would normally come is you can obviously then do one or two things. You could reduce the cost of the product because you're removing some items or you could keep the product costs the same and then just increase your profit margin. So we're seeing this, I think, happening with lots of companies where they're actually going down that model at the moment of trying to maximise their profit by removing some things from from their products or dumbing their products down or you know making their products not as durable so that the product will fail at an earlier point in its life than its previous previous products had made so again that's a thing you know you've got to be mindful of when you're in business is do you if you go down that path it's a slippery it's a slippery path to go down if you start you know you build yourself a reputation then you start to undermine yourself by then going well everyone knows I, I do really good you know this and that and whatever but you know I won't I won't give them all the bells and whistles now I'll just give them you know some of it but I'm still going to charge the same amount of money so I can increase my profit again that's a really dangerous situation to fall into because if say for instance some of your some of your like law customers will stick with you for a little bit but then they see it like uh, constantly slipping and constantly not not as not as good value as they were getting previously is that then people do start to look around for alternatives or if someone you pick up a new person who's never used you before or whatever and then you you do that and quite often that can leave a you know a sour taste in their mouth when they go off and and that wasn't a great experience from so they, but you're kind of trying to like I said you're trying to you're kind of capitalizing on on your past experiences and and what you've been able to deliver to people and you know people were happy with that but then if you try and dumb it back and give people less at some point it's going to fail so that kind of comes back to that message of being consistent if you're going to start off doing something try and stick as best as you can to that to that model and be consistent because that's what people like in business like people like dealing with people who known quantities and soon as the boundaries start to move around that's when people start to either look elsewhere or that's when people you know start to um, vote you know like I said vote with the feet and go else, elsewhere but yeah again it's kind of and I've seen companies do that really and, and quite big companies one of our suppliers um, for my other business you know supplied probably oh, look, close to probably 40% of the products that we'd sell through the other business. And they tried, um, they had a new CEO come in. He was going to you know, revolutionise their profits. He was going to change things. And he, he went in and, and destroyed basically a really good company that had a really solid reputation in the industry and then basically turned it into something that no one wanted to deal with um, because they just completely lost their way and to the point where that company has now been sold and a new company's come in and fortunately the company who's come in and, and bought it are trying to steer the ship back around to where it was previously 
and it's a big job. And so far, they're doing a pretty good job of it. They're actually being able to kind of fix a lot of those issues that were created by the previous management by trying to cost cut and you know get rid of staff and do all these things where, for the short term, on the on the balance sheet, look like yeah, look at the profit this month, fantastic. But it's not sustainable, and we're seeing that too. Like at the moment, you know, in things like airlines, where through the pandemic, airlines had to kind of, I suppose, get rid of a lot of of staff and a lot of people left the industry because you know there was no um and again most people in lives are looking for consistency so there was no consistency in their work because they didn't know what was going to happen with, with travel how it was going to come back so people went off and got other got into other professions and and uh, occupations and started working in that and then when you know as the airline industry kind of ter- tries to turn back on there's just a shortage of people being able to fill the roles so they've struggled to be consistent in delivery of the services and previously you know um, some of these companies were you know you could you could rely on them 100 you could set your watch by them they were so consistent in the things they do the way they operated um they delivered their services and products and the customer experience was really always a positive one for people that has completely gone out the window for some companies and they're really struggling now to try and turn that around and it like I said it once you kind of upset people it's really hard to get them back like if you've got a really happy group of people that are using your services and really um, like what you're doing and then you change the, the the parameters of how you operate and then those people start to have a bad experience when you do when by the time you realize that you've created a problem and then you go and try and fix it you've lost those people it's very hard to get them back because it's Basically now they've had a bad experience and they've gone off and they've found someone else and and potentially the person that they've gone to has been giving them a good experience. So now you're kind of like, again, it's very, very difficult to to pair back once you get into that situation. So in this podcast, I've been talking about being successful and what you do as a creative, that consistency is one of the things that you should strive to you know have in your life as far as your business side of things and also be prepared to put in the hard yards. Be prepared to put the hard work in. But understand where the hard work is. And like I said, hard work's not just showing up and sitting at the desk, staring at the computer screen. That's, you know, it wants to be productive. Whatever you do, you're actually better off realistically. If you don't have something productive to do, you're better off probably being away from your workplace and doing something else because it creates a lot of, I suppose, negative energy when things aren't happening thing is when you're busy and doing stuff it's really great because you can feed off that off that buzz that you get from that and sometimes like I said it's just trying to work out what when to be there you know when it's working well put the hours in don't skimp like with stuff needs doing get in and do it and like I said but and also be consistent so I hope this got you thinking about if you kind of you know starting off on your photography journey and you know you're you're you know, trying to build yourself and trying to build your brand and and look at what things are important to you. So think about if you write down a list of things that are important to you. So when you want to buy a product, what are, what are the most important things you'd like to see in that product? Is it, you know, is it value for money? Is it reliability? Is it functionality? You know, all those things, if you sit down and write a list of the things that you look for as a consumer in the product the type of products that you buy and then re- 
relay that back to how your customers might see you and what they might want to see in products that they purchase. So if you can then use some of the knowledge that you've got about how you operate as a consumer and then bring that across into your business so people get the same type of, you know, get can who are looking for those type of values, that if you can offer those values, obviously you become a very, you know, considered part of their purchasing that you might be considered to be a person they want to do some business with and spend some money with. So again, think about it from your point of view. And the old age is, you know, treat people the way you'd like to be treat, treated yourself. There's a lot of truth in that. These days we're seeing less and less, I think, customer service. Customer service is one of those things that's really businesses are struggling with. And, and a lot of the customer service is caused by having staff shortages or having untrained staff or staff who have don't have the experience to deal with every situation. And it's like everything in life, you know, as, as you experience more life when something happens the first time it happens, it, it can be really hard to deal with and you struggle and you can make a lot of, you know, mistakes in trying to clean it up or deal with it. As you work and do, you know, have more of those situations occur, each time you get a bit better at handling that. And I think that's what we're seeing at the moment. A lot of staff in businesses haven't been there for very long. They don't have that experience. So what's happening is they're basically reacting the best they can, but they just don't have that experience to actually do a really great job with it. Like I said, on this episode of Focus, been talking about being consistent, working hard, and but knowing, like I said, knowing what you like and then trying to apply that to your business offering that, you know, um, and treat people the way you'd like to be treated. So until next time, this has been Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. Enjoy photography and, yeah, be consistent. See you. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment and don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone. Thank you.